Jimmy Stewart. James Stewart was probably one of the most loved actors of his and most subsequent generations, an actor who captured audiences' hearts for six decades. The son of the local hardware store owner, Stewart was born on May 20, 1908, in the town of Indiana, Pennsylvania. While studying architecture at Princeton University, he met director Joshua Logan, who was later to make a name for himself directing musicals such as Annie Get Your Gun, South Pacific, and Paint Your Wagon. Logan convinced Stewart to begin acting, and after graduating in 1932, Stewart, bitten by the acting bug, moved with Logan to summer stock work with the university players in Falmouth, Massachusetts, joining Henry Fonda and Margaret Sullivan, debuting in Goodbye Again. That summer, a production had a pre-Broadway tryout at Falmouth, and Stewart in particular was noticed and written up by a visiting New York critic. Stewart and Fonda moved to New York, where Hedda Hopper recommended Jimmy for a screen test, resulting in a long-term contract for MGM. From the first, Stewart's performances stood out. Audiences first took note of him as Eleanor Powell's leading man in Born to Dance in 1936. Everyone at Metro at least had to try musicals. Stewart, singing, introduced Cole Porter's Easy to Love. He was hopeless, but the public found him adorable. Most of Stewart's big breaks actually came away from MGM. George Stevens' Vivacious Lady in 1938 at RKO and Frank Capra's You Can't Take It With You in 1938 at Columbia, David O. Selznick's Made for Each Other in 1939 opposite Carol Lombard, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington 1939 with Gene Arthur at Columbia, and Destry Rides Again 1939 with Marlena Dietrich at Universal. MGM rallied with two winners in 1940, both co-starring Margaret Sullivan, The Shop Around the Corner and The Mortal Storm. The Philadelphia story followed. Stewart surprised the industry and himself winning a Best Actor Oscar despite being second lead to Cary Grant. At age 33, he enlisted in the Air Force as a private and rose to colonel as a bomber pilot, leading 1,000 plane strikes against Germany. Stewart won the Air Medal and the Distinguished Flying Cross and later rose to the rank of Brigadier General in the Air Force Reserve. After the war in 1946, Stewart contributed what is undoubtedly his best-known performance in Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Years later, he delivered a speech before Congress protesting the film's colorization. Finding post-war audiences no longer wanting sentiment, in 1948 Stewart changed his image, turning hard-bitten for Call Northside 777 and working for Hitchcock in the film Rope. He returned to Broadway to replace Frank Fay in the whimsical Harvey, and before filming the 1950 movie version, made the first two westerns of his career, both of which were hugely popular. Stewart also turned in a heart-tugging performance as a clown in Cecil B. DeMille's The Greatest Show on Earth in 1952. The six-shooter brought James Stewart to the NBC microphone on September 20, 1953, in a fine series of folksy western adventures. Stewart was never better on the air than in this drama of Britt Ponsett, Frontier Drifter, created by Frank Burt. The six-shooter radio show only lasted one season, but was truly one of the bright spots of radio. The next phase of Stewart's career saw some of his most complex roles for directors such as Alfred Hitchcock and Otto Preminger. Anatomy of a Murder in 1959 earned him a Best Actor Award from the New York Critics and the Venice Film Festival. His famous gawky, stammering mannerisms took on an extra interest for being filtered through toughness, cynicism, and world weariness. 
Though there had been occasional flops, James Stewart undoubtedly proved his ability to transcend bad material. Jimmy Stewart died of a heart attack at his Hollywood home on July 2, 1997. The world will be a sadder place for his passing. Our thoughts go out to those he leaves behind, and our thanks to Jimmy for all the joy and pleasure that he gave to us, his fans, over his 89 years. Information for this audio clip came from our audio series descriptions moderator, Roger Hohenbrink. This audio clip is provided by the Old Time Radio Researchers Group, a group of volunteers dedicated to preserving radio's past. I'm your announcer, Doug Hopkinson. <laughs>